0: Welcome to the Advancing Surgical Care Podcast, brought to you by ASCA, the Ambulatory Surgery Center Association. ASCA represents the interests of outpatient surgery centers of every specialty and provides advocacy and resources to assist them in providing safe, high-quality, cost-effective patient care. As with all of ASCA's communications, please check to make sure you are listening to or viewing our most up-to-date podcasts and announcements.
1: Hello and welcome to the Advancing Surgical Care podcast. My name is Bill Prentice and I'm ASCA CEO. Today I've asked Gina Throneberry, ASCA's Director of Education and Clinical Affairs, to join me on the podcast to talk about the Outpatient and Ambulatory Surgery Consumer Assessment of Healthcare Providers and Systems, or OAS-CAPS, a operative patient survey that was developed by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, or CMS development of this survey instrument began back in 2012, and with ASCA's input, it evolved over several years. And ASC should know that it'll become mandatory starting for hospital outpatient departments this coming January in 2024, and for surgery centers in January of 2025. Now, conceptually, ASCA was supportive of the notion of surveying patients to learn more about their experience in surgery centers and hospital outpatient departments. But at the same time, we stressed with CMS the importance of maintaining a clear distinction between clinical outcomes and patient likes and dislikes, and not letting the survey elevate superficial non-clinical issues. Now while ASCA did have some input into the early development of the survey, I have to be honest that many of our recommendations did not make it into the final survey instrument. From ASCA's perspective, the survey that CMS settled on is far from perfect. It's too long for starters, with a total of 34 questions that cover the gamut of a patient's experience from pre-op to recovery, as well as their assessments of personnel and the facility itself. Still, the OAA's CAP survey can still produce some valuable data for individual surgery centers to assess patient satisfaction and for the entire ASC community to demonstrate patient preference for the care we provide, particularly as we compare to the patient experience in hospital-patient departments. So, Gina, welcome, and let's discuss what administrators and ASC staff need to know about the OAS-CAP survey.
0: Thanks, Bill, and let's start that discussion.
1: Great. Well, as I mentioned a moment ago, it will be mandatory for ASCs to start administering the OAS-CAP survey to patients beginning in 2025. As we both know, ASC administrators are extremely busy and often stretched to their limits with regulatory and clinical compliance issues. So, why is it important for surgery center staff to familiarize themselves with OAS CAPS now, this far ahead of the January 2025 mandatory implementation date?
0: It's very important to start early because there are many parts and pieces to this implementation. This survey can only be administered by a CMS approved third party vendor. A list of these vendors is located on the OAS CAPS website. Your ASC will need to have a discussion with your potential vendor to ask questions such as pricing, what CMS approved modes do they offer, what the reports look like that the ASC will receive and length of time to onboard your ASC. Please do not think that you can begin this process on December 31st of 2024 and expect everything to be up and running the next day in time for the mandatory period. That is not going to happen. Plus, we've been told by some of these CMS-approved vendors that they will not have the staffing to take a large influx of ASCs that procrastinate and wait until the very last
1: minute. Right. So, important to get in early with your vendor, get to know them, let them get to know you, familiarize yourself with this process in order to make sure that you're doing it correctly come January 2025. And my understanding is, is that surgery centers who have already begun surveying patients ahead of this deadline, can submit their early results to CMS, but aren't required to do so. So Gina, the added benefit, I think, of of starting early is you get to see these survey results before they have to be made public. It sounds like one more good reason why to get an early start on this. Am I correct on that?
0: Yes, Bill, you're correct. ASCs might not realize certain processes in certain areas of the ASC are not what they should be. And having these results from the survey can help point out these processes for the ASC to resolve.
1: Great. So, Gina, almost every ASC is already using a patient satisfaction survey of some kind right now. And by and large, from what we hear, the results are very positive. However, surgery center staff also tell us that getting patients to complete a survey requires a lot of effort. that being the case, it might be helpful for you to talk about the number of surveys that a surgery center will need to complete in a calendar year under this OAS-CAPS process and the different methods they can use to collect that data.
0: Sure. ASC needs to have 200 completed surveys over a 12-month period. The current administration modes of the survey are mail-only, telephone-only, mixed mode, which is mail with telephone follow-up, an electronic version with mail follow-up, and electronic with telephone follow-up. However, currently CMS has not approved an electronic only survey. So there are presently five approved modes for this survey.
1: Right, and we, we've been really pushing them over the years to have an electronic only, recognizing that would be much simpler for a surgery center to use and more likely to get the results that those 200 responses that are required, correct?
0: That is correct. Yep. We comment on that every period and uh, fingers crossed one day we will have one.
1: Because the other complicating factor as we've talked about is the length of this survey. Having that many questions and trying to get a patient to answer all of them to complete that survey is going to be a, a bit of a process. That said, I understand that the surgery center sees a, a place, a question that's not being asked for which they'd like information from the patient. They can actually add some questions to this survey if they'd like. As long as they have all the questions that are mandated included, they could add more if they like, correct?
0: Yes, that's correct. And ASC can add up to 15 supplemental questions. However, I do caution ASCs to please do the math before they start adding more questions. As mentioned, 34 questions in the survey plus an additional number of questions will make the survey even more lengthy for the patient to complete. Also, if your ASC is presently uh, doing some type of patient satisfaction survey, whether that is administered by your ASC or another vendor, you would need to decide what to do with this survey. Do you transition a few questions to the OAS CAP survey? Do you keep both surveys? If you do keep those surveys, there is a high probability the patient will not complete those surveys and they will cannibalize one another. This is another reason to start planning now for the mandatory implementation period that will start in January of 2025.
1: Sound advice. Well, Gina, we need to pause for a moment to hear a brief message from our podcast sponsor. Stand by and we'll be right back.
0: This episode of the Advancing Surgical Care Podcast is brought to you by Surge, a national leader in the strategic and operational management of ambulatory surgery centers. Surge partners with more than 2,000 physicians and health systems and more than 250 ASCs operating in 34 states. Learn more by visiting msurge.com.
1: Gina, another common question that members of, often ask is, what do we know about how CMS intends to use this OAS CAPS data that ASCs will be reporting. What can you tell us about that at this point?
0: Yes, so right now, uh, CMS is posting the data uh, as its own measure on the Care Compare website, and we expect that data to continue to grow as more ASCs come on board in doing the survey.
1: Great, and then as with most of these elements required by CMS, there's usually a penalty for noncompliance. If an ASC fails to comply with the OAS CAP survey requirement in 2025, what, what's, the, what's the result?
0: So the OAS CAP survey quality measure is part of the entire quality measure reporting program. Uh, if data for this measure or any other measure is not reported, an ASC will receive a two percentage point reduction of their annual payment update.
1: So a pretty pretty stiff penalty for not complying, yet another reason why our surgery center members should really start to get working on this project right now. So Gina, let's talk about ASCA resources and selecting a survey vendor. The ASCA website provides all the details we've discussed here, as well as links to other helpful information like the list of CMS-approved survey vendors. Right now, there are 15 approved vendors in all, and they offer different features and different pricing. I will note that ASCA has worked with Press Ganey, a well-known provider in this space, to offer ASCA members a significant discount from their customary pricing. It may be worth comparing their offerings to others. So, Gina, is there anything else you'd like to add about the vendor selection process?
0: Sure. I would recommend, again, starting now and doing your homework to find the vendor that best fits the needs of your ASC. Earlier in the podcast, I outlined some questions to ask the vendor. So when you make that call to the vendor, have your questions listed on a piece of paper so you will know you've covered all your questions. There are also some good resources listed on the a website. And again, the OAS CAPS website, I would highly recommend bookmarking that on your computer because you will need to use that frequently for any questions you might have about this quality measure.
1: Well, great. And, you know, obviously, as we learn more, or if we have uh, something else pops up, we'll be adding that to our uh, a resources. So I really encourage our members to use our new and improved ASCA website to, to get answers to these questions. So, Gina, thank you for coming on the podcast and helping our members understand OAS CAPS and the need to start the work of identifying a selector a vendor for this upcoming mandatory element of the ASC quality reporting program. Never too soon to start looking into that selection process. If anyone has any questions, of course, they, they're free to reach out to us. We're happy to help as they, we embark on this new element of our quality reporting program. And finally, before closing, I would like to once again thank our podcast sponsor, AmSurge a leading ASC management company with more than 250 ASC partners in 34 states. To learn more about them, visit amsurge.com.